welcome to the Zach Ramsey Podcast. This is episode two of the podcast. I know that it's kind of been a lame podcast since I only have done one of them, and it was like in the spring, so pretty bad. But we're going to try to do more of these now that I have a fancy new uh, device here, so that'll be fun. So try that out. So today is just a test because I'm trying to figure out how I can figure it out. So there's going to be some audio changes throughout the uh, throughout the episode here today. I don't really have any themes, which is dangerous. Anytime you have a podcast, you don't know what you're talking about. It's kind of kind of gets intense. So I'm going to be kind of messing around with some of the settings I have on here. So I borrowed uh, Lauren Hill, the worship minister at the church here. I borrowed his new microphone and fancy uh, pop guard with my peas. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but we're going to try it out. So I'm trying to figure out what microphone I want for my own self here. So we'll just try to figure this out. So I don't know if you, I don't know what you did this weekend, but I went to go see the Star Wars movie, The Force Awakens. And oh my goodness, probably one of the best Star Wars of all of them. I think it is my favorite just because the story was so good. And I have to be honest, I love J.J. Abrams. I don't know what about, I don't know what it is about him. Maybe it's the lens flares, which I don't think I saw a lens flare. In Star Wars, which is kind of depressing because he always has lens flares, lens flares in every one of his um, shows. Everything that he does, any movie especially, he always throws one in there. It's a shout-out, I think, to classic Spielberg, but I'm not really sure. But he always throws them out there. And so I was a little bummed because I didn't notice it. And uh, But I love J.J. Abrams. And so I was really excited. And I like Disney a lot. Disney's cool. They make a lot of great stuff, so... I thought it was going to turn out really, really well. And it did. I, it really was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Not that I thought it was going to be bad, but you just never know. There's so much hype. Is it going to live up to its expectation? Is it going to be worth it? You don't really know. So I was really excited that it turned out pretty well. Uh, but my favorite, I think what I was most excited about the Star Wars is to see where they would go and just total, total mystery. And you can ha- be haters of the the episodes one th- through three. I understand why people hate them all so much. It doesn't make sense to me. They're great movies. They, I mean, it's got lightsaber duels, some pretty intense ones. I don't think the stories are bad at all. I don't understand. I think it's an Emperor's New Clothes thing of, oh, we have to like the original and anything new is bad and we just don't think about it. But, you know, I think we live in a society more than ever before that group thinking is the most important thing in the world which is the worst thing in the world. And you can just see groupthink every time you watch the news because it's crazy. And really, groupthinking feels like it's growing in the United States, but that doesn't make sense since the Internet has created such an opportunity for more voices, more thinking, um, but like more free thinking. We should be able to articulate ourselves a lot better there's more freedom in what we can say but it's almost like there's just these groups of camps everywhere and then they just like i don't know throw a fit and make a bunch of noise and it doesn't make sense but then we all kind of end up saying the same thing and we're all scared that we can't like have our free thought anymore which is kind of terrifying if you think about it but anyway so love the Star Wars movies, and so this one I was really impressed with, and and like I said, I was really impressed with um, the movie because I was in so much anticipation to what J.J. Abrams was going to do with it. 
I loved Lost. Lost is my favorite TV show, followed closely by Alias, which is another J.J. Abrams show. And another, and I love Mission Impossible 3, which he directed, and I thought he did a fantastic job with that. Super 8 was a great movie. I don't know if you saw that, but it was a fantastic movie. And uh, the Star Trek movies have been great. I do think it's hilarious right now that, you know, back in the 80s, you had this... uh, 80s and 90s, you had this, I'm, you're either a Star Wars fan or you're a Trekkie, and you couldn't really merge. And so now the new ones are both being made by the same person, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> but that's uh, neither here nor there. So uh, I just think that's really funny how that ended up working out. But I'm a huge fan of J.J. Abrams, and the reason why I love J.J. Abrams so much is one simple thing. The dude understands curiosity better than anybody else I think, in movies. Super 8, for example, or if you saw Cloverfield, which is another incredible movie. You have to take Dramamine before you watch it because it's like queasy city. But what's fascinating about J.J. Abrams is that he's the king of curiosity. In In Super 8, you don't see the monster until the end, which creates this fear this you're not sure what's really going on and i love movies like that i love it when you don't actually know what's happening because then it allows your imagination to run wild and the mystery is just so important and i i think that that is a great reminder for us as christians um as seekers of truth that we don't ever really totally understand truth the right way and there's certain things that i think that we do we can understand and i'm not saying that there is no objective absolute truth out there i totally think there is i think that god has created those but i don't think that any of us are are um, infinite enough or omniscient enough or close to those things to actually be able to totally understand and grasp them now does that say that it can't that we can't know things. No, I totally think that we can know things, but it has to be held in this this curios this curiosity, this curious spirit. It has to be held in a mystery mindset because I don't think we ever really truly arrive. And and I I really don't think even in heaven we will know everything. I I I think that we've kind of confused heaven with some things that we're not really sure about but it's that mystery of walking life with god it's that journey that matters so much and jj abrams gets the journey he gets this mysterious mindset of not really knowing what's going on lost is perfect about that you know people can complain about it and not really know what's going on i mean there is this overarching story but the what makes lost beautiful is that you're you don't know what's going on you're trying to make sense of your reality and everybody is and then they left it so open at the end where you're just like, I don't know what happened. Alias the same way. There's this, you know, there's this science, sci-fi, um, you know, mix with the CIA, with Rimbaldi and these different characters that do these mythical type of things, and so it can get kind of like supernatural and sci-fi and weird. But the point of it is, is that they're searching after these things, but they don't understand them, and you never really know what's going on. And J.J. Abrams is a king of that. I thought Mission Impossible even was this mis- – you're, you're on this mission to figure out something. Um, Star Trek, 
you know, he kind of leaves some things open. Uh, I, I mean, it's just, he's an incredible, he's an incredible writer. J.J. Abrams wrote a book called S. I really want to buy it. It's expensive. They don't sell it in, in an ebook format at all. And the reason is, is because it's a, it's a novel with another novel on top of it. It's the coolest thing in the world. He wrote this with, um, another, um, mystery writer uh, who's all about the journey and trying to figure things out but in the book you're reading the story and then you're reading someone's notes on top of the story and it kind of and they intertwine but it's this mystery trying to figure out something it's fascinating it has like clues in it and i mean i really want to buy one but they're like 50 bucks um but all that to say is um J.J. Abrams gets mystery. He gets curiosity. And and in Star Wars, it's cool because, you know, you had 4, 5, and 6. And which, why you start a series on episode 4 doesn't really make sense to me. But anyway, you have 4, 5, and 6. And then they go back to 1 through 3. And they're kind of a, they're kind of a, episodes 1 through 3, kind of a victim of 4 through 6's success. Because you have to hit things in a right, you have to hit things in a right way that makes sense so that you can go forward. And, you know, if you, like, we all know that Darth Vader is Luke's dad. So, okay, so how do you get to that point? You can't just, like, change it. You're kind of stuck with your story. And so there's certain elements that you have to do. Like, how does Yoda get to the planet that he's on in The Empire Strikes Back? Okay, so you have to walk all that stuff back. And it just makes it really hard. And so what's exciting about Episode 7 is now we're moving forward. Now we have true mystery and curiosity of where does this go next? And if you, and it's kind of a bummer because, you know, George Lucas's name is not in the, in the credits, at least at the beginning. You know, writer of the story or director or things like that. And so it's... Kind of sad, but I mean, he's sitting on like $4 billion when he sold Lucasfilm to the mouse. So, I mean, I, I'm sure he's not complaining too bad. But you still have this, it's going somewhere else. You don't know where Star Wars is going to go. And that's what was most exciting. You, you don't know where it's going to go. It had that same imagination as Episode Four, because nobody knew what Star Wars was. And to have the special effects back then, and, and not just the effects, but the sound... I mean, Star Wars is like where special sound effects really came into play, I think. And, the, and I'm not a film expert, so I don't really know. There's probably some of you listening going, no, 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 it was this movie or it was this movie. But, I mean, that's been, that's been Lucasfilm. That's, I mean, that's what they do. It's, you know, Skywalker Sound. And, I mean, they have, they have the best sound engineers in the world. I mean, every big movie uses Skywalker Sound. And, I mean, they've really mastered this technology and so i mean star wars really changed the landscape but it was all about this mystery nobody knows what's going on and so i thought jj abrams did a masterful job of this of this movie uh one last thing about jj abrams that i just i think is fascinating and especially his understanding of his of mystery and curiosity i, I don't know his faith i think he grew up jewish um I think I think he would consider himself a Jew. I don't know if he practices. I'm not sure, but he he did a TED talk, and uh, I think it was 2007, where he talked about mystery, and he he bought a mystery box when he was a kid. They used to have these at stores. They used to have these boxes that had a question mark on them, and you didn't know what was inside. He bought that when he was. I don't remember. He was a little kid. I think he was an elementary school kid. He might have been about twelve, maybe maybe early teens. But he was he was a young kid, 
And he has kept that mystery box unopened and it sits on a shelf in his office. That's awesome that he, he doesn't want to know because he wants, he wants to embrace this mysterious thing. And I think that's a good reminder of us. I was talking to junior high Sunday school yesterday with our students, and we kind of came to the conclusion that the most dangerous thing a Christian can do is to think that they have God, his word, figured out. Because when we stop doing that, we stop, I think we stop having faith. I think that we, we look at God as this, this being that has been figured out and we totally, we stop learning. We stop moving forward. We, we uh, stop being open to how God is continually speaking. And if, if you know, Christians, if we're going to be honest, if, if, if the spirit is indwelled in us and God is continually leading us to redemption, to redeeming the whole world, He's going to keep speaking to us, and he's going to use different mat, different, um, different things in the world, different things in cultures to help us understand who he is and to get a better grasp of him. Now, I'm not saying that the things that God is saying now should be the equivalent of Scripture. You know, I know that that's a big um, debate in different churches, and that's why churches are split. And I'm not saying that. I think, I think, that, the, I think that God's words are canon, are set writings that we think. I'm not saying that something should be added to that at all. But I do think we do God a disservice when we when we stop listening. And we stop seeking and we stop searching. Because the mystery is always being revealed and, and the big mystery has been revolved is has been revealed in Jesus, but we don't really know what that is yet. And um I, I you know JJ Abrams is a Christian. He's not a Christian. At least I don't think he is. If he is, awesome. And I, and I hope at one point that that will happen. But something I love about him just as a human being is that he is a curious dude. And I want to be a curious dude. I want to be a curious guy that seeks after the Father, seeks after the Son, seeks after the Spirit, the three in one, seeks after God for the rest of my life. And I treat him as a noble mystery so that I can stay open and so I can truly have faith like a child that is totally dependent on the father because I don't get stuff. And I don't, I don't want to ever stop being a kid. I don't want to stop having a childlike faith, meaning that I, meaning that I stop learning and I stop growing. I want to have that curiosity for the rest of my life. And so that's my little thought today about Star Wars and Christianity and just the world. I'll tell you what, if you haven't, I know this is my second podcast. And so, you know, not everybody and their brother listens to my podcast because it's just started. But I will tell you, if you don't, if you're a fan of podcasts, and, and maybe you already do this, but I love the podcast that Phil Vischer has because it's all about that, just wrestling through different things. So, um, because again, we are constantly trying to learn and trying to figure things out. So I just, uh, I just think it's fascinating. So may you be, may you always be curious. May you always seek to understand God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, with continual curiosity and in awe of who he is. Not for the sake that you just allow anything to shape your mind. We do have to be rooted and grounded, but don't be so grounded in something that you miss God entirely. And I think that's a challenge for all of us today. And uh, so, yeah, happy Star Warsing. I hope that I hope to see it again real soon with some of my buddies. I saw it with my family, so I hope that you can see it again. And again, it's just so cool 
not knowing what's going to come next. I can't wait for episode 8 and 9, which will be coming out in the next years. Uh, somebody told me yesterday it's like 500-some days until episode 8 comes out. So if you're counting down, it's coming. So blessings. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Zach Ramsey Podcast. Podcast.